everybody and welcome to The Tangled Angle. I'm Janice Christensen and here we address the tangled angles of conservative American values given to us by the Constitution while using facts and keeping it classy. I am a news junkie with a passion and interest in government politics and American history and I spent 16 years in the halls of the Washington State Legislature supporting my husband Dan Christensen who was elected to the House of Representatives from 2003 to 2018. Now with this podcast, I'm able to share and discuss what I've learned and experienced, along with some historical context of where we are on the timeline of history. I have been asked over and over again, where do you get your news? How do you know what the truth is? How do you know what you're reading is true? How do you know what you're reading is really from a good source? How do you know what you're reading is true, where do you get your news? And I think especially here, after in one of my earlier podcasts, I talk about was 2020 your wake up year. And it explains where I'm coming from and where I want to go since most of America and most of the world had their wake up year in 2020. So if it was your wake up year, keep going. And I think one of the things that people are really interested now that they're paying more attention to what's going on in their states and with their governors is where do you get your news? I'd like to start by saying that basing what you're hearing and basing what you believe on the temporal whimsical opinion of talking heads will surely bring your na- a nation to ruin and will surely bring you to confusion. There's no context of history, there's no knowledge of civics, no understanding of how the three branches of government is supposed to work, no knowledge of the Constitution of the Bill of Rights, when these people and talking heads just spout the news. It's just noise and a void that is forming a belief system in many people, and it's really, really dangerous because they don't know, is this news, is this the truth, who's saying this? So we need to be really careful where we get our news and information and be able to critically think about what it means and to be able to digest it accurately. And I want to challenge you and ask you, what are you after? The question that must be asked is, are you after the news or are you after the truth? Because these are not the same. If you want the truth, finding it can be very hard if all that is read and listened to is the news, following what's on social media, believing the propaganda that's taught in the public schools and on college campuses, and spewed out in epic proportions on cable news channels. The point of the news and those who publish and broadcast the news is not to disseminate truth. It's to please advertisers and increase ratings. Once in a while, the truth will seep in and help the news producers do this. But keep this in mind, and it'll bring you back to the realization that they will happily feed you the news, but not necessarily the truth. Their goal is to sell advertising and make money, not report the truth. So you have to ask yourself, are you after the news or do you want the truth? How do we find out about the truth about issues and figure out what the truth is? How do we discern that from what's just hype, what's trying to increase ratings? Maybe it's a muddled combination of the two, but there's a distinct difference between the news and the truth. How can we know 
that what is being reported is factual. How do you know that what is being reported is factual? Or is it just a political and economic agenda that someone or a group is trying to push and get us to believe it as the truth? Is it just a leftist agenda or is it somebody on the right that's trying to push it? You have to know what is their motivation So to try and unravel this, because we get this asked a lot, is one place to start when I read the news or what is being reported as the news is 100% of the time I look at the source. The source and who is reporting the story is absolutely vital to figure out before I even read or listen to what is being said. It is absolutely vital to figure out who is reporting it. What is the source? It is vital and imperative that we know and figure out who the source is, who's the author, who's the news agency, news quote unquote agency, who's disseminating the words that you're listening to. And the reason that the source is so vital is because unless you're there yourself and physically present when the events are happening, there's really no way to know exactly what happened Therefore, because we cannot be in all these places, we rely on those who are there to accurately report what has happened. And this is the mistake we make. We trust those who were there to accurately report what's happening without their bias and without their opinion thrown in. The only way to get the truth is to be an eyewitness yourself as much as possible to know what's really happening. So that's why it's vital, like I've said in many of my podcasts, to attend school board meetings, attend city and county council meetings, contact and get to know your local and state and elected officials. Put the time in to going to the source of the events yourself. If not, then you must be able to trust the sources of the news you're reading and hearing and watching. So knowing the source of the news report, the column you're reading, or the video you are seeing is absolutely vital to figuring out, is this just news or is this the truth? And truth is really hard to find in the news. So this is my approach, finding the truth in all the news we are drowning in each day, in all the noise and all the social media, and it's just, it's overwhelming. So the first thing I do and this is not a detour of what I'm trying to say, so bear with me, is I read a portion of scripture each day in a systematic reading plan that takes me through the entire Bible in about a year. And scripture is the only pure, unadulterated, enduring, and cutting-edge truth that transcends cultures, times, seasons, and continents. It's the standard in which I measure all news by. It is the filter which helps me distinguish truth from news. The Bible is the absolute truth, although there are a few generations of people in our country who have not been taught or exposed to this truth. But it is the absolute measuring stick. It's the plumb line. It's the carpenter's level. It is the cutting edge truth that transcends all the noise. And as a side note, I was kind of researching for this podcast, and I thought, wow, I discovered that the Bible is always the best-selling book 
every year, year in and year out, but they don't bother putting it on the best-selling lists anymore. It's the best-selling book of all time with an estimated 5 billion copies sold and distributed to this point worldwide. It's probably now more with the availability of many Bible apps on smartphones, but I was really surprised to learn that. So anyway, that's where I start is, and I've done that my entire adult life, is I read a systematic, um, I have a systematic Bible plan that I read where I can read the Bible through in about a year. Sometimes it takes me a year and a half. But the second thing is how I view the news and information. It's colored by the fact that my husband was in the legislature here in Washington State for 16 years, serving in the House of Representatives. And that really gave us an inside view of the real story of what happens on scores of topics. And I now realize that about 0.0002% of what happens in the world actually ever makes it to the news or social media. And an amazing military veteran that we've known says that, you know, the American public is aware of or knows only about 1% of what is happening in the world and what's happening in our military. And most of what is happening in the world never even makes it to the news. So my view of the world has little to do with what I read or hear about in the news. It's from reading scripture every day and the decades of experience that we've had in the Washington State Legislature and all the incredible people we got to meet. And it's really been my honor to know so many people and they really have shaped what I believe is the truth. We have met and talked with hundreds of state legislators and senators, judges, ambassadors, people in Congress, a lot of staffers that work at the state and federal levels, policy staff. These are the people who really have an incredible view to what is going on. And so that has really formed what I believe is the truth. And most of that never makes the news. So how do you get that yourself? Again, you have to get out there and get involved and see what's really going on and not trust what some filtered version is of the news. So the third thing I do is I am a news junkie. I really am. I read so many different sources. I understand a lot of these sources. I know they who they are. I've met some of them. It's But I just read a lot of different sources to get a lay of the land, snapshots of what's happening each day. And so I am going to list some sources that, and I'm only going to highlight a few, and I'm going to put a lot of them in the show notes, of where I read the news. And I think it's really important to read a broad spectrum of the news and formulate an opinion from there. And in the show notes, I have listed the national sources I read and the state sources I read. And I hate to even bring these up because I don't, I think that I do not rely on any one of these, but I am constantly scanning and listening to the news to understand what's going on. And because I do read a portion of scripture each day, I can easily pick up on the truth. And one way I can describe this is when a lot of our um, paper currency was in in circulation and not so many people relied on credit cards and and debit cards. The people that were taught to look for counterfeit bills, counterfeit $100 bills, $50 bills, $20 bills, the way they looked for the counterfeit is they studied the real. They studied the real money. They studied the authentic $100 bill, the authentic $50 bill, and they had memorized and studied it so well they recognized it quickly 
when there was a counterfeit. Because they had studied what was true, they had studied the real thing for so long. That's a good analogy of how I can read the news and understand, is this the truth or is this counterfeit? Is this really the truth or is this someone's slanted version of what they want us to believe is the truth? And so I have listed in the show notes and I'm going to go down here um, of what I read. And there's a lot of sources and I know I've left some out. I read the Wall Street Journal. I read the Patriot Post. I listen to Dennis Prager. I read Newsmax. Glenn Beck is a good source. The Federalist is an excellent column website, columns by many different people. The Daily Wire with Ben Shapiro and Matt Walsh is good. Real Clear Politics is a huge collection from many different sources. American Thinker is fabulous. And I also watch C-SPAN and which is just People say, well, that's long and boring and dry. Yeah, well, it is. But if you can, you can really learn a lot by just watching the proceedings of Congress, which is on cspan.org. Hillsdale College's newsletter, Imprimus. And also, I read Not the Bee. And also, I follow Amir Sarfati in Behold Israel. I also read quite a bit of news out of the United Kingdom. So I know I've left some things out. It's a big list. Those are the things I like. At the state level, Washington state level, I like Washington Policy Center, WashingtonPolicy.org. They are an amazing think tank here in our state. They address issues as transportation, education, small business, agriculture, environmental issues. They have a lot of amazing information that comes out of their nonpartisan think tank. I read Shift Washington, shiftwa.org. Uh, TVW is good. That is proceedings of the Washington State Legislature when they're in session. Uh, the Freedom Foundation is an excellent source, especially on labor issues. And the Family Policy Institute of Washington is very good on social and family issues, education, and um, a little bit of fiscal policy. I do have a few other sources that I read. Some of them are confidential. Some are just people that we know that we that tell us the news. But the sources that I've said so far are some of the main ones that are my go-to places. I just wanted to give you a flavor for how I gather the news of what is going on out there. And I read very little news from the left. Uh, they are so far from the truth. I don't, it's not even really worth my time because I can see quickly it's just leftist propaganda and it really doesn't even have a resemblance of what, I don't know, just because they are spewing lies. So, so much of reading or listening to the news each day is to try and find the truth amidst the news that's being reported. And the truth never changes. I apply biblical truth through the changing times and seasons, regardless of where I live. And I think anyone can do this on the planet. Regardless of our feelings about the news, the truth will help discern what is news and what is truth. And to wrap this up, I'll tell you about two times that I allowed myself to come face to face with the lies of the left and their slanted, distorted reporting of the news. And it really sobered me to the reality of how evil it is of what they're doing to our nation. In my own personal journey, when I figured out that the mainstream media is really nothing but lies in a leftist agenda when it comes to the broadcasts that they spew out upon an ill-informed public, 
when I figured out what was happening, it was really sobered me to reality. And it was shocking how they could blatantly lie with a straight face. So much of what makes the leftist mainstream media so slanted is they're, they're so steeped in Marxist and socialist ideology. And the other part that makes the leftist media really so wicked is what they don't report. It's what they don't say. It's what they leave out that makes it so disturbingly inaccurate. Most of the facts they leave out. It's the dereliction of duty they have committed to report what actually happens, how they lead people into their leftist ideology is they start with maybe 1% of the truth and then they fill it in with the other 99% of the story with what they want to spew upon those willing to listen. And I've called them slanted and liars and I don't use those words lightly. They have an evil agenda that I have seen firsthand and they will shroud it in a teeny bit of truth to then get their foot in the door and run with it whatever agenda they want. And so why can I say this? Well, when my husband was in the legislature for 16 years, one of the years, and this was probably, gosh, maybe like the mid-2000s, um, one of our sons, he was about 12 years old, and he wanted to go along for the day to see my husband, who was caucus chair of the Washington State Republicans at the time, our son wanted to go along to see my husband be interviewed by the press, and he wanted to see what dad experienced with the cameras there and all the excitement. And the reporter and a cameraman came into our district to interview Dan on his own turf. And they set the cameras up outside of a school, and I can't even remember the subject they interviewed him on. There were a lot of questions, and they got about 45 minutes to an hour of him on camera being interviewed and peppered with questions. And the camera was rolling for probably close to an hour. And our 12-year-old son was there at the time and he heard the entire thing. He watched in amazement. So that night they were gonna air the segment where they had interviewed my husband. And my husband's name is Dan Christensen. So that night we all sat glued to the TV set and this was before the home computer and the iPhone and so on. And we were waiting for the six o'clock news to come on to see the big story featuring my husband. And we were waiting with full anticipation in front of the TV, and it was so exciting. And suddenly, my husband's face appeared on the TV screen. And on the reader ticker tape at the bottom, it said, State Representative Eric Christensen. And my husband's name is Dan Christensen. And I was so angry, I thought they can't even get his name right. And they huffed and they puffed through the interview with the reporter speaking for the majority of quote-unquote the news story. And then they showed a news clip of my husband speaking a total of about four or five words. And these words were not even spoken after the question that the reporter had asked him in person, but after another question that was miles away from the answer that they had cut and pasted. And we as a whole family, I was so angry at this point, and we just jumped off the couch, and our 12-year-old son was in shock. He saw the entire thing, and he sat there kind of quietly, and he'd spent the whole day with his dad, and at the end, his comment was, they're a bunch of liars. Yes, they are. They do not report the truth. They only speak words that fit their predetermined agenda, and those words have no resemblance to what has actually happened. 
And then I thought to myself later, if they can't even get my husband's name right, what else are they reporting that's not true? And that was just a little tiny story in a little three-minute segment one evening. And I thought of all the subjects they report on day in and day out, year in and year out, and how they have such disregard for getting it right. And so the second story I want to tell you of our what happened is about this same time before the explosion of the home computer and the internet was it was like, I think it was like probably 2006, 2007, along in there. We were at the Snohomish County Lincoln Day Dinner, and it's a yearly dinner that the Republican Party puts on in every county in our state. And it's a time for Republicans to get together, see friends, hear some speakers from the Republican Party and other amazing speakers. And it's really a fun evening. It's usually attended by hundreds of people. It's a fun night. They usually have an auction, a fundraiser. And anyway, one night we were going to the Lincoln Day Dinner. And my husband was going to be one of the featured speakers that night amidst the lineup. And it was it was a fun night. By now, I'd wised up to a lot of the media. And over at the side of the room, I could see one of the reporters for the local newspaper, and I won't name the town, here in Washington State, big city. And I was watching him take notes at certain times throughout the evening. And I kept my eye on him. And I was actually at one point in my naive thinking, kind of hopeful that if he actually came to this event, and he was taking notes. He heard the different speakers. He saw with his own eyes some of the things that were happening that night that he would maybe give a fair shake in the newspaper the next day. Well, it was a disgrace. The next day, I searched the newspaper for this article. The newspaper will remain unnamed. And it was like we were not even at the same event. I read this article in the newspaper from this reporter who was there. And it was like, were we even at the same event? He was nasty. He was insulting to the speakers that were there. Most of what the article said didn't even happen that night at the event. He was referring to all these other things that had happened over the course of a couple years. It's like it wasn't even a report about the event. It would be like going to a football or baseball game that's a really close game and it's exciting and your team wins. And then the next day you read in the newspaper or you read online that your team lost, they played lousy, and, you know, wasn't even worth the time to go. It was like, wow. It was so skewed. It made me so angry that people were reading this and believing what it said. And it was all lies. And the part that probably made me the most angry was what he didn't say about the evening. The hope and the optimism that was in the room, the amazing solutions that the Republicans had at the time for fixing some of the things that were wrong in our state. It was crickets on this, absolute silence on any of this. What was reported was the opinion of the left as facts. Like I said in a previous podcast, I thought that when my husband entered state politics that you know, people were basically good and people were basically meant well and, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt. You know, that's what we've been taught. And I had no idea people could lie like this and sleep at night. But I had to get over this shock and get over my disbelief at the power of their lies. And once these articles make it into the propaganda machines on the left, the people that are printing these things have no regard for the truth. It is not the truth they are printing. It is their slanted leftist view of the news. 
They're only printing what fits their predetermined agenda, and it's frightening. So because of these and many other incidents, my husband and I have not really even paid any attention to the mainstream news outlets for years. So in summary, I would say that the source of what you're reading, what you're listening to, what you're watching as a media event, you must know the source. You must know who it came from. That's everything. If you're reading articles and you follow news sources and you don't know who these people are what, or what their agenda is, it's confusing at the least and harmful at the worst. Now, a lot of the news that I said that I read is, is right of center and it is conservative news and it is on the right. And I know that. I understand that is their orientation of reporting it. I get it. The news on the right more closely resembles the truth than the news on the left. The other thing I do when I am watching the news and reading and everything else on social media, when I'm cruising social media, is I put what I am seeing in three categories. The first category is, yes, this is the truth. The second category is, well, maybe it's the truth, but I need to it needs more verification. It needs more checking. I need to do some more reading and studying up on it to see, is it the truth? And the third category when I am as a news junkie is I see that they're lies and I throw them away. I don't even give up my time. It's the only way, in my opinion, to survive the noise in our culture called the news. And I think it's really important now where you get your news and who is your source, because we're in a cultural war for our country right now, and the war is being fought with words. And so if you want to know the truth, the only enduring unadulterated truth is in the Bible, and everything else after that, I filter through the absolute truth. I'd love to hear from you. Please give me some feedback and let me know what you think. You can find me on Facebook at Janice Christensen and on Instagram, Twitter, and Telegram at Janice Christ, J-A-N-I-S-K-R-I-S-T.